0: In this episode of the Profitable Niche Podcast, we're gonna be talking about the steps you need to take to create a niche that works for you. Stay tuned, it's a good one. Welcome to the Niche Podcast, where we talk about everything related to your niche. It's all about your niche, your mindset, and having a business you love. I'm your host, mental health expert, Veronique Valencourt. Hello, my friends. I hope that this is finding you well. In my little universe, it is always interesting. I am coming to you from Houston, and I have a Mongo ear infection. Going on in, I think both ears was what the doctor said. So this is making recording a podcast really fun because I can't totally hear very well. So fingers crossed that this comes through. I have a new found respect for my children who have had ear infections and people who have chronic ear infections because it really, really hurts. I think this is really sort of my first major ear infection, and I'm 50, and I had no idea how much it hurts. That said, I'm okay. I went to the doctor. They gave me antibiotics. They said it's going to take 48 hours to kick in. It's really pretty funny because I am having thoughts like, oh my God, what if this is really brain cancer? What if like this isn't going to get better? And I'm really coaching myself around just the fact that you know, for the next 24 hours, it's going to hurt and I can take medicine and I have lots of resources available to me. I live very close to the Houston Medical Center where there's like five ERs. But I do have to tell you, it's really funny. My brain is completely freaking out about this ear infection and it hurts. And so, you know, I wanted to just give you a little piece of what's going on in my world and have you know that if I'm not my quite usual perky self or if I sound a little different, that's what's going on. So let's dive in. Today's episode is about the steps I take my clients through specifically, both when I work with them one-on-one or in a group or in my passive course to get them from a place of not knowing what their niche should be. To having a really wonderful niche that they love. And this applies to life coaches, but it applies to any kind of entrepreneur because really when you're starting out and you're having ideas of what kind of business you want to go into, there's a process that we all have to go through to get from point A, which is I have no idea what I'm going to do, to point, I will say D of yes, this feels like a really good idea. This is what is going to work for me. And this is what I want to do. And if we get stuck in one of those steps, then we will sit and spin and go backwards. And so I thought today's episode would be really good for me to go over with you guys what the steps are in making a decision about your niche. And also, it also applies to not only life coaches, but to entrepreneurs I thought it'd be kind of fun to pull the curtain back and see what it is exactly I do with my clients so that you can have an idea if working with me might be a good fit. So here goes. So the first step in choosing a niche and starting out a business is to really take stock of where you are, but also figure out where it is you want to be going at the end of this process and what your end goal is. And I think a lot of times People, when they are doing this step on their own, they don't know where their end result or what they want at the end of all of this is. They just are like, I just want someone to pick a niche for me and tell me what it is, and then I can just move forward. And that first step of stopping and being curious and getting out of judgment of yourself and really being like, okay, where am I right now? Where am I right now in my business? Where are the places that I'm getting stuck? And then looking at, you know, in an ideal world, if I could wave a magic wand and after this entire process was done of choosing a niche, where would I want to be? How would I want to feel? It's almost like if you think about choosing your niche is a little bit like running a marathon. If you don't know where you're going, where you want to be at the end of the race, you're going to kind of run in circles. I like to start with my clients and we do a session where we sit down and we really take stock of where they are and where at the end of the process they want to be in relation to their niche and how they want to feel about that. And so we have a working goal, a destination that we're working towards throughout the process. And I think a lot of times people just don't even do that. They start out and they go, well, I don't know. I don't know where I want to be. I just want this to be gone. I don't want to have to be thinking about it. I have found over time that that step is so incredibly important with my clients and with people in general when they're starting out in a business. What is it you want to create? What is it you want to be doing? If you don't know where you want to be going and where you want this to be at the end, then you're going to just spin in circles. It's sort of the equivalent of like, okay, you're sitting in your driveway and before you leave, you kind of need to figure out, you know, where you're taking this car and where you're going. Where do you want to go? That's the first step in my process with my clients is really to get a good accounting of where are you right now? What are the things that are keeping you stuck? And where do you want to be at the end of this process? So, that's step 1. Then the next step when I am working with my clients, or if just you're doing this on your own and you want to choose your niche, the next step is to really learn about how to manage your brain and how to manage the drama that's going to come up during the process of choosing your niche or starting out in your business. And I think, again, a lot of people don't realize that this is a really important step. So I work with my clients on how to manage their brain drama and what to do about it, because it does show up. Like, brain drama will show up about anything. I had brain drama this morning about my ear hurting and how I couldn't do my podcast. You know, I have a certain amount of brain drama as I'm recording this. And if you don't have the toolkit or the steps or the knowledge as to what to do when that shows up, then it's going to just make the journey a whole lot more difficult in choosing a niche. Think about it like this. So step one is you are sitting in your driveway in your car. And before we leave the driveway, we sit down and we figure out where we're going. And then before we even put the car into park, I'm sorry, (laughs) before we even put the car into drive, we talk about, well, you know, you may have some brain drama about getting there. You may have some worry or some thoughts that come up that make it so that you want to give up before you get started, or your brain, because you're doing something new, is going to be, you know, screaming, danger, danger, there's bears outside, you can't make it, you're going to crash your car, and if you're not prepared for that, and if you're not aware that that's a normal brain process that everyone's brain does when they are doing something new it makes the journey that much harder if you think that there's something wrong when that happens. So that's the second step I work on with my clients Mm -hmm. is really learning about brain drama, what it is, how normative it is, how common it is, and what to do about it when it shows up. We haven't even left the driveway yet, right? Okay, so here's the funny part to me. Like, Again, we're going to use that analogy of a car. So the first two steps of choosing a niche, you have not even put the car into drive. All you're doing is preparing for the trip and the things that might go wrong, figuring out where exactly you want to go. Now, this is where I'm going to have to stop using the analogy of a car in a driveway because it doesn't totally match up. The third step that I work on with my clients or that you can do yourself is to spend some time looking at what is the history of who you are? What's the path behind you? And what's the path in front of you? And what that means and what I do with people is we look at like their whole existence up until this point. And we look at everything that they have done in their lives and look for clues as to what things they might be wanting to coach on, what experiences they've had, what things may make them experts without even knowing it because they've gone through something that they are on the other side of and that they can teach to their clients. And then we also look at like, what's in front of them? Who are they currently? What are they experts in in this moment, just by virtue of the experience in the past they've had or just what they do on a day-to-day basis? This is a really fun process because we get to sort of look at like, what are all the areas that you are an expert at, but that you don't even realize that these are things you could consider being an expert at? And my superpower, like my strength in working with clients is being able to see that for them. I'm really, really good at looking at people's experiences throughout their lives and saying, hey, did you notice here you did this? And did you notice here you did that? And did you notice that like you've gone through these difficult things Are these things that you would want to dive deeper into and teach other people about and help them get through the process that you went through once upon a time? Do you want to create a coaching business around how to get through a divorce, for example, if you've been through a divorce, or how to get through the loss of a family member if you've gone through that, or raising Kids with ADHD, if that's something that you've done. And so we go back and we look at from literally day one of your life and we look at all those things that you may not perceive as areas of expertise, but that are areas of expertise and that you probably take for granted. And then we also look at what you are doing currently in your life and how that might translate into a niche as well. So for example, you know, I decided to be a niche coach and some of you probably know the story about this. And one of the reasons is because I trained as a life coach many years ago and I got stuck in niche drama and then I decided I was going to go get a second life coaching degree. And the only contingency for me was I have to not get stuck in niche drama. And I spent a lot of time in this process myself. And what I realized was, well, I've been in this spot of spinning a niche drama. I know it well. I think this is something I could actually teach people how to get out of. And out of that past experience, I was able to create this business, which has been a very successful and a very rewarding business for me. Now, there's all sorts of areas in my life and my past experience that I could have used. That's just one of Maybe two dozen, but that's the one I just sort of landed on. You know, I could be a coach for therapists who want to become life coaches because there's another area of expertise that I have. And what I believe is that everyone on this planet has things that they have been through that they can teach and help other people with. It's just that because we've been through those experiences, we don't realize. That it's much of a big deal. We just go, well, that's not a big deal. No one's going to want that. That's our brain drama. That's what our brain does. It tries to keep us safe. But ultimately, every person I have worked with over time in my niche coaching business has had dozens of things that have occurred in their lifetimes, experiences, be it personal, be it professional, that can give us clues as to what might be a good coaching niche if you are a life coach or if you're an entrepreneur, what might be a good area for you to go into business about. Now, we often will take for granted these things because we think it's just not a big deal. And that leads to the fourth item that I work on in my niche coaching practice with my clients. And it ties a little bit to, you know, looking at what's occurred in your past and looking at who you are currently but it's a little bit different. And I call it deep dive into your superpowers. And superpowers are one of my favorite things to talk about. Everyone has superpowers. Everyone has things that they are really good at. And typically those things that we are really good at doing, we completely have blinders on and are not able to see those things as anything special or extraordinary because they come really easily to us. We go, well, that's not a big deal. Can't everybody do that? So if you think back to some of the podcasts I have recorded previously with my friend Estelle or with Kelly or with Molly, and you should go back and listen to those if you haven't. Part of how they chose a niche had to do with looking at what their superpowers were And uncovering those and really using those to create a business where they are getting to use those special talents or superpowers every day. And most times, I would say all the time, actually, your superpowers are things that you actually love to do. That's part of the importance of figuring out what those things are. And so in that step of the process with my clients, I have them go back to people who are close to them and... Sort of have them do a survey of, you know, what are the things I'm really good at that I might take for granted, that I might just, you know, not realize I'm really good at. It's amazing every time my clients do this. I mean, I did this process myself. It's sort of these things that you kind of knew, but you're like, no, 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 that's not a big deal. Nobody thinks that's a big deal. Everybody can do that. So it's a really fun part of the process in working on this with me because we get to uncover these areas that you are, they're your gifts, they're what you're good at, but you likely take them for granted because you don't see them as anything extraordinary. So, for example, I'm going to use myself for a sec. One of my superpowers is actually being able to recognize other people's superpowers and being able to see them like at their highest potential I have this ability in working with people, I think both because I'm a therapist, but also because I just sort of came out this way, that I can see what people are really good at, even when they cannot see it. And I'm able to convey that information to them and say, hey, this is one of your superpowers. And let me tell you, here's how you can monetize it. Here's some ways that you can turn it into a coaching practice that maybe you hadn't thought of. It's really interesting. When I did this process of asking my friends, what were my superpowers? The stuff that came back blew my mind. They were like, Veronique, you're really good at coming up with ideas about anything. You're really good at problem solving. You're really good at telling other people what they're good at and reflecting it back to them. You're really good at listening and helping people problem solve. And when I heard those things, it was really funny. I had asked you know four or five of my close friends. I'm 50, so these were people throughout my lifetime. And even though none of these people knew each other, the things that came back as my superpowers and gifts from these friends were all the same thing. And I like to do that process With my clients, I'd like them in this stage to really sit down and think of who are the people I'm closest to who might be able to be a reflection back to me of what the things are that I'm really good at. What are my superpowers? What are the things I might take for granted? Because having that process is not only enlightening, it's like, oh, I just thought everyone could do that. No, that's something I'm really uniquely good at wow, okay. And the clients I've worked with when we've done this, they've just come back and been blown away. And so when we get to this point of the coaching I do with my clients on getting their niche dialed, what we've done so far, I'm going to go back and kind of recap, is we've taken stock of where they are and where they want to be. That's step one. We've talked about and planned for the brain drama and how to manage it, because it will come up. It does for everybody when you're doing something new and uncomfortable. We've looked at the past that they have lived through, and where there are clues or indicators or things that make them experts, things that they have been through, experiences they've had, that they may take for granted. And then we also look at what their superpowers are, Once we've gotten to this point in the process, then that's when the real magic starts because what we end up doing is, and this is the module in my course that I call the secret sauce, because it's usually if I'm working with people one-on-one or in a group, this is where I help them weave those items together in a way that they can come out with a niche that they really love. And it was interesting when I was creating this course, my Dial Your Niche in Five Hours course that's a passive course, it was for me the hardest module to do because it's something that I just automatically do with people and it's almost like, how do I verbalize this process to them? I have this ability, this is my superpower, to kind of look at people, sit down with them, talk to them, go through this process. And when I'm done, I'm like, okay, here's how we're gonna weave this together. So to create it and put it into a video, I have to say, it was the hardest module for me to record. And you can ask my assistant, Suzanne. Like it really, it kind of flummoxed me. And I was just, I kept going back to the drawing board and back to the drawing board. And I think I did a good job in conveying and explaining in that module what were the things you needed to do to be able to tie all these things together to get to the destination that you want to. But that's why I included in this passive course monthly coaching calls with me. So if you were to take my course, Dial Your Nation Five Hours, and you get stuck, then you have the opportunity to come back to me and say, Veronique, help, I'm stuck. This is where I need some help. I don't know how to do this. And assuming that you have gone through the process and done all the steps and really worked what I've asked you to work through, you actually still get me even in this passive course. And I can help you answer any questions, tie up any loose ends, you can get clarification on the places you may be getting stuck. So you actually get my brain, even though you're not working with me in a one-on-one or a group setting. That was one of the reasons I included that in the courses is I was like, well, I don't want to leave my clients with a passive course where they may still have questions. I want them to be able to have access to me if they want answers about how this works. Now, if you're working with me in a one-on-one or in a group setting, then you get my brain, as I often like to say, you get to rent out my brain every week. But for folks that are interested in taking this passive course, you still get to rent out my brain and get the answers you need because I'm still there for you in perpetuity. That's a long time. So for people interested in taking my passive course, "Dial Your Niche in Five Hours, you will still get the benefit of asking me questions once a month, you hop on a call, you ask me the questions you have, I help you, I get you coached, and then you move on. And my goal really in my business, the reason I am so niched down is that my goal is really to help clients who are life coaches and entrepreneurs who are stuck in trying to choose a niche, trying to choose an area to specialize in, my goal is just to help you get through that stage. I don't claim to be a launch expert or a website expert or a general business coach. My specialty and what I love to do and what I am really good at is the stage of figuring out who do you want to serve. And in the life coach community, what's fascinating is there's so many differing opinions about this. Oh, you'd need a niche. Oh, you don't need a niche. I was listening the other day to a podcast, and one of the coaches was like, you don't need a niche, you just need to be yourself. And I respect and like that coach, but I don't find that that's the case. Because when you're starting out as a life coach, you need to be able to distinguish yourself from other people. And just saying, hey, I'm me, may not be the best way to stand out from the crowd. So anyway, this is what I've got for you today. I want you to know the steps in terms of what is needed to choose a niche. And again, those steps are number one, do an assessment of where you are and where you want to be. Get really clear on how you're going to manage your brain drama during this process. Figure out in your past and in your present what areas you are actually an expert in, or you could put yourself forth as an expert that you were interested in teaching other people about. And in my opinion, the more specific, the better. Then look at your superpowers, get some help, have friends help you who are close to you and know you well, tell you what your superpowers are. And in that step, I want you to be asking people who you love, who respect you, who know you well, But most importantly, people who you trust to be able to see that information and hold up a mirror for you. And then once you have all that information, then it's a matter of sitting down and being really curious and looking at how you can weave that information together in a way that gives you a niche, but not just a niche, a niche that you really love. And oftentimes, what that'll look like is you'll get really excited. You'll be like, oh, this is awesome. This is it. And then just fair warning, going back to managing your brain drama, your brain will freak out. I know that mine did when I decided to choose working with life coaches to create a niche for them, that the first thing that happened was I was like, yes, this is it. And the next thing that happened, it was like, oh, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? Maybe this is wrong. And that's part of managing your brain drama. If you think it would be helpful to you, I have lots of ways to work with me. I have a passive course called Dial Your Nation five hours, which is fabulous. You need to check it out. I work with people on a limited basis one-on-one, and I do a few groups a year. And so there's lots of ways to work with me and get this situation dialed. And I really want you to make sure that you get this dialed if you're a life coach or an entrepreneur, because honestly, What's the alternative? You just give up or you just sit there and you don't get it figured out and, you know, you're no further ahead. You know, we only have one life. We only have a limited amount of time on this planet and you want to be living the best life you can live and going out there and doing the things that you want to do that are going to make the world a better place so that at the end of your life, you can put your head on the pillow and say, I did what I wanted to do. And even though it was hard, because sometimes it's hard, that's part of the 50-50. Speaking from having a double ear infection as I record this podcast, sometimes things are hard and that's okay. It's how you manage them and get through them. So thank you so much for listening today if I can help in any way with your niche, don't hesitate to reach out. There's lots of ways to do that. I'm on Instagram. You can contact me via my website. I'm on Facebook. Let me know how I can help. Okay? You guys have a fabulous week. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.